You are listening to The Mark Milton Show with a smash. Hosted by former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton, the STL tax lawyer. Here's Mark Milton. All right, welcome back. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash and Solly broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Miller Furniture, for all your home furnishing needs, be sure to check out any one of their three showrooms, Smash, in yep. Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and now Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. Yep. Anything you need for your house, they've got one of the biggest selections of American-made Beautiful. furniture you will find in the St. Louis area, as well as furniture that's ready for immediate delivery. I know we've had... A lot of supply chain issues the last year plus. Um, you won't find that at Miller Furniture. They have stuff ready for immediate delivery. You can also make custom orders uh, that you'll get in a reasonable amount of time. We've done that ourselves with the beautiful dining room American-made furniture that we got from them, as well as their Flex Steel showroom. You can go in. You can pick out the model of couch, chair, recliner. Flex Steel is good. The the uh, fabric you want. They've got a whole yep. wall of fabrics to choose from. And the price is right, too. I mean, you get mm-hmm. value. You get high quality yep. at a reasonable price at Miller Furniture. Be, be sure to tell them Milty and the Smash sent you. Um, Smash, this week, <clears throat> Biden unveiled his renewed uh, tax policies or his yes. proposals right. to tax the wealthy. And, you know, I think we're at a point in our country right now where we're kind of teetering on the edge of you know, potential economic uh, woes, recession, um, people's dollar just isn't going as far as it used to increasing gas prices. And so I believe that if you raise taxes on what he calls the wealthy, the top 1%, the people, a lot of which are the job creators in our country, you will see 100% an economic collapse, some sort of depression, recession at a minimum. Um, Because there have just been so many strains put on businesses the last two plus years um, we need consistency. We need tax policy that gives people the ability to predict, to forecast. And one of the proposals they have right now is just, it is a, ta- it is a, a, it is class warfare at its finest. And what they're proposing is a 20% tax on unrealized gains. So do you know what that means, Smash? Um, do you know what that means? No. So that means like if, let's say you buy stock, you buy an Apple stock, yeah. right? A share of Apple. And let's say you buy it. For a hundred dollars, okay. Yep. And it goes up to five hundred dollars, okay. But you don't sell it; you just hold on to it because right. you're you're invested in the market. You're committed to sort of long term investing. So, but if you did sell it, you would pay a capital gains tax on the difference between what you bought it for and what you sold it for. So you'd $400. have a four hundred dollar capital gain. If you hold it for more than a year, yeah. you get more treatment. And the reason you get or you get more favorable treatment. And the reason we do that is to incentivize people to invest long-term. We want people putting money in the stock market. That's good for America. It's good for business. It's good for, um, you know, creating jobs, all those things. So what they want to do is they want to say at the end of the year, we're going to tax you on that unrealized gain. So even though you didn't sell the stock, even though the stock could go down in value, we're going to tax you on that unrealized gain that you, you know, you haven't even sold the stock on. Oh, that's terrible. Every year. So you're going to get taxed every year on that. That's terrible. But if it goes down, you're not going to be able to get that money back. You're going to pay that tax in year, year right. one, but you won't be able to get it back. So, so basically, you're being punished for taking a risk on an American business by having a, what they're calling a wealth. It is, it is a wealth tax. because most That is terrible. But it's also 
remains to be seen how that will impact um, institutional. I mean, you know, there's pension funds out there that are invested yeah. in the stock market. Like, are they going to be taxing all their unrealized gains year over year over year? I mean, it just, to me, it's a total woke move. It's not, it's not rooted in like sound. Oh, this is good for, this isn't, this is good for America or this is good policy. Cause it's not, yeah. it will create a huge disincentive for people to want to invest long-term in the stock market. Right. And also just from a enforcement standpoint, I mean, you also have to look at privately held businesses. So what are you going to have to value those on a year over year basis? Like submit a valuation to the IRS and then they're going to tax you on if your business went up or not up and down a value. I mean, that's crazy. Farmland. If you, if you got a family farm, are they going to tax you on the appreciated land value, even though you don't have the cash to pay it? Right. Cause that's another thing is if you're going to tax people, then uh, at least when you sell a stock, you've liquidated it. So you have money to then pay tax. Right. But if you own farmland, let's say it's gone up in value, but you don't want to, you don't, you want it to stay in the family, then you're going to get taxed and you're not going to have the money to pay it. I mean, it's just crazy. That's thievery, man. It is thievery, Smash. Straight up thievery. It man. is thievery. It's a lot like what we suffer under with the personal property tax that we pay every year in Missouri. Yeah. We're paying every I year that parallel. on I property that. Yeah. that we've already paid tax on. Right. We've paid sales tax. Yeah. Oh, and then we got to pay it every year just to own the property. Right. It's crazy. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong, Smash. How do we it still have I it? I didn't even know they did that stuff, man. How do we still have personal property tax with the strong Republican leadership in the state? It's a great question. So I think there have been efforts. We've had Bill Igel on the show to talk about yeah. his efforts to repeal the personal property tax. And the challenge is uh, the personal property tax does a lot to fund schools. The it's schools free money is what the it schools is. are a huge, you know, special interest group in the state of Missouri. They have a lot of influence. So you go out to you know, a lot of Missouri has become Republican, but there's still some, you know, more moderate Republicans yeah. that, you know, aren't going to want to piss off, you know, school boards sure. and, and and teachers unions and things like that. So that's how they fight against repealing the personal property tax. Now, I personally, I would prefer, you know, I'd be okay with eliminating the personal property tax and maybe even, you know, increasing taxes somewhere else or just because it's so complicated too. like, it's not just personal property tax for individuals. Businesses are required to pay personal property tax yeah. on every, on all their like, you know, desks, furniture, all these things. I mean, it's an incredibly cumbersome thing. I actually got to submit mine still. I haven't, I haven't done that yet. I'm uh -huh. actually uh, working on that right now because it's like yeah. every computer, every desk I buy, I have to like tell them about it and pay a tax on it every year. And that's every business in the state of Missouri. Sheesh. It's just crazy. Oh, wow. So I'd rather just pay a higher income tax than deal with the burden of, having to do that every year. That'd be pro-business. That would alleviate a, you know, you talk about red tape, you talk about burden, burdensome regulations. Well, that's one of them. Yeah. And then how would you weigh it into, would you adjust sales tax at all to compensate for the loss of personal property? That's an option. I mean, that's certainly one thing to consider. Um, sales tax is already very high, though. I mean, yeah. we pay, when you think about your dollar, okay, you earn a dollar, yeah. right? So you pay... Highest tax bracket right now, federal is thirty-seven and a half percent. So every every dollar is is taxed at thirty-seven and a half percent over a certain amount. Then you get your state income tax about five and a half percent. Okay, so you're up to forty-two and a half percent. Then every dollar you spend, you're paying ten percent sales tax on it. So like basically, you're not even keeping half the dollars you yeah. earn. I mean, that's just that like it's wow. thievery. Like it you is, said, it's it thievery. thievery. And then there are other people that don't pay anything. Yeah. 
They, they, they just get stuff all the time from the government. Just get, get, get. And that's the thing. The left wants to create a state of dependency yes, for their constituency. And that's why you see them wanting to bring in millions of un, undocumented people who they hope will someday become voters. And yeah. what do those people want? Yeah. Free stuff. Yep. And who's going to pay for it? Right. The doers. Well, that's the definition of about half the Democratic Party or even half the voters. It's not who's going to be the best candidate, who's going to do the best job with the budget, who's going to be best on defense or social action. It's going to be who gives me the most free stuff. Yeah, and that's what we're, we've been trained to, to expect free stuff. I mean, I see it with doing tax returns. You look at the yeah. amount of money that people were getting through the, the recovery rebates, the child tax. I mean, like, it's just like free money, and you get accustomed to it. You're like, wow, this is great. But somebody's got to pay for it. Yeah. You can't just keep printing money. All right, exactly. so you're the St. Louis tax lawyer, stltaxlawyer.com, Mark Milton. Let me slide off to the same thing, but slide off to, they always said that gambling, the money we make off of gambling is going to go to the schools. Well, there's got to be a lot of money that's being made off of gambling, and yet the schools are just crap, as I understand it. What's going on with that gambling money? <laughs> well, I mean, there's, Smash, I think you're touching on a bigger issue, which is, is there accountability in the public school system for how money is spent? And my answer to that is, it's, there's a tremendous amount of waste. It's like with any big bureaucracy. Yeah. You're going to have a tremendous amount of waste. And I don't think, um, no, no matter how much money you throw at education, it starts at home. I mean, I think that what you've yeah. seen in society is just like a decay in values. And, 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 and frankly, life's hard. I mean, it's hard for a single mom to be able to, you know, go out and work and be able to, you know, not only provide for her kids, but also be able to sit at the dinner table and try to help them with their homework. I mean, I think the education system has become almost like, a de facto childcare. I mean, I think yeah. that a lot of the public schools have had to become yep. not only educators, but I mean, it's welfare. I mean, yeah. it's, it's basically it, a social net. It totally has. Notice how during COVID too, a lot of the schools had to stay open, you know, not for classes, but to make sure that those children got their breakfast and lunches. Right. Even if they didn't have meals, then there were community sites to pick up meals for kids. But right. You got schools that over half the kids have free or reduced lunches. Exactly. And you know, that's a, problem that needs to be addressed but it seems like now with the public school system there is so much bureaucracy so much politics going into it that i strongly question if i you know ever have kids and they're going off to school if i were to send them to a public school is the school caring about my kids education or is there so much bureaucracy that my kids an afterthought well not only that but you also have like in st louis i mean we have all these school districts that you know with every school district you have a level of bureaucracy and you have a, a hierarchy of superintendents. I mean, look at Webster and Kirkwood. Okay. Two yeah. separate school districts yet in Belleville, you know, you've got basically Belleville East, Belleville West is essentially the same size as Kirkwood and Webster. And you know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as like enrollment, but they're under one school district and they have one superintendent. And instead over here, we're paying for two superintendents, probably making over $200,000 a year yeah. pension benefits. I mean, the pensions are, you know, through the roof. So that's another concern. Can I shift to another concern? And that is we are coming close to April 18th. And yes. what do we need to do in these last days before we have to file? Well, if you're not, if you don't have your stuff together <clears throat> and haven't provided it to your prepare, <clears throat> you need to make sure that you are filing in for an extension because uh, if you don't file an extension before April 18th, then yeah. you're late. Okay. Yeah. And the extension, if you file an extension, that gives you till October 15th to right, file. Right. But Smash, as we've said on the show, it's an extension to file. 
not to pay. So if you think you're going to owe money yeah. before April 18th, you kind of want to have a good idea of what you might owe. Yeah. We try to work up a pro forma as quickly as possible for those uh, uh, late late comers, people yeah. who are slow to get us their stuff. So at least we can tell them, hey, you're going to owe. You should make an estimated payment or a payment with your extension so that we're not, you know, when we do go to file, you're not going to end up owing penalties as a result. Yeah. Now, you mentioned needing enough time. Both if, let's say I'm a simple return and let's say my brother is more complicated. What's the latest we can get our materials to a tax advisor and expect our taxes to be ready at the deadline? Well, if somebody came to me today, I would tell them the best I can do for you is file an extension. And yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell you whether or not you might owe because we've got two weeks to go and you've had four months, three months to uh, anticipate needing someone to prepare your taxes. Not trying to be cold, but that's just the, that's our policy right now. It's being harsh. Well, I mean, it's not harsh. It's just capacity, you know, current workload. I mean, you might be able to go. I hear they're doing wonderful things at H&R Block these days or Jackson Hewitt or Liberty. I don't know. You can walk in there and talk to somebody, and they might be able to crank it out for you. But, um, no, and I think people, what I've noticed is, you know, the last two years we've had these extensions because of COVID. Yeah. Where one year it was July. Last year they extended it to May. I think people kind of got accustomed to that. So, like, they weren't. And just everything going on in the world, I feel like taxes yeah. are the least of a lot of people's concerns. Um, so we have had <clears throat> people who are slower to get us their stuff. And a lot of these brokerage houses, too, are slower to get out their 1099s, even though they're required to send them by January 31st. It still, a lot of people didn't yeah. get them until late February. And, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? So <clears throat> I think we have seen a delay. But also it's important for people who <clears throat> need to do more planning it's good to get your taxes done before April so that you can plan for 2022. Cause if you're waiting until October to file your return and to kind of know where you stand, then you kind of let almost the entire year go by without being able to plan. So you're yeah. kind of right back in the situation you were. So uh-huh. I always tell people, try to get, get, get your stuff together early. If you want to have a, you know, better opportunity to plan ahead, especially if you think you're going to, owe, it's always a good idea to get in and file as early as possible. And also, another thing I'm worried about, meals still 100% deductible for this year. So be sure to take advantage of that by going yeah. to Rosalita's. Take out a business uh, acquaintance, your coworkers, take them to Rosalita's right. and enjoy those delicious margaritas, chips and salsa. Yeah. The fajita, the Cadillac fajitas are outstanding. Yes, they are. Now, Smash, yes. we need to do a favor for our buddy Mark here. We want to give Mark the biggest deduction possible, so that means we've got to really eat and drink eat. like pros. Yeah. Order, That's right. I'd be lunch. happy to. I'd be happy to. It cover can be it. all written off. It's a write up. Yeah, it's a business meal. Me going out entertaining you guys yeah. to business purpose because we're not really friends. It would just be a business. It would just be a business meal. Ah, uh, smash! Um, I am salivating when, when, over that steak. Uh, the steak. Get that skirt I'm steak. Over, we're not get that, and you get that that fajita setup, which is the real pro oh, move yeah. that I make with that appetizer, the uh, skirt steak. Delicious stuff at Rosalita's Cantina. Check them out online at rosalitascantina.com. Downtown on Washington Avenue, and of course out west on Man- off of Manchester Road. Is it on Man- off Manchester? I think it's kind of on off Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, right there in the uh, the plaza there, yep. just just west of 270. Yep. So it's conveniently located from really anywhere you are. You can come over from yeah. Illinois, come over from uh, yeah. Columbia, right down 270. It's right there. Yep. Can't beat it. It's the best Mexican around. Rosalita's Cantina. Check them out. This is the Mark Milton Show. We're going to wrap it up, Smash. Okay. We've done a little tax talk. We talked One last Oscars. Thing. Sure. Do you think that Chris Rock should sue Will Smith and the Academy for a couple hundred million dollars. Well, see, that's what Jim Carrey said. Um, but I don't know what his damages would be. 
Other than maybe you get punitive, damage you, you get punitive damages. Hey, a bruised ego is real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think there is uh, harm to reputation caused by That's it. Exactly now, what I was going to say. Now, then you get into issues of well, did he deserve it? I mean, I think a jury might say, well, you talking about a man's wife, yeah. you deserve to be slapped. But wasn't talking in the context, well, he called her. Joke. He was making fun of her being bald yeah. and starting. All right, let's, let's say a comedian at the funny ball. Yeah, makes fun of he sees Mama Milton. And makes fun of her hairdo. Would you sue that place? Get up and bitch slap the guy? Or what, what would, would I sue do? the place? No, I wouldn't sue the place. I don't would think you I bitch would. Bitch slap the guy? I would not bitch slap the guy. Well, let me oh. just ask you this, Mark. Would you ever resort to bitch slapping anyone? Uh, possibly. Yeah. If someone got in my face yeah. and started talking smack, then I would consider an open handed. Uh, <laughs> you ever a fighter though? But no, we've talked about this. I'm no, looking at I'm, you. Pa- I'm, I'm more I'm of a. To I'm not. I'm not unwilling to fight. Yeah. As the great mighty mighty Boston's, I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. There you go, my so man. I would say, bring it on. If you solid. if you if you come at me, you better bring it because yeah. if I need to, I will assert myself. But the gloves just, are off, baby. I just never had to. The Mark so, Milton show. Goody Sue. Goody Sue, yes, I just think you'd have a hard time proving damages. Yeah. And maybe, like you said, if ticket prices to his comedy shows go up as a result of this, yeah. then what are his damages? Yeah, so point. that's my legal analysis. This is Thank the Mark sir. Milton Show with the Smash and Sally broadcasting from the, as always, Miller Furniture Studios presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on advertising.